Thank you for downloading this week's episode of Throwback Country Music. I'm your host, Britt Jones. Do us a huge favor to start off the show, please hit the subscribe button. That way you'll never miss an episode. And it's absolutely free. Tell your friends about us. Let people know about 90s country, early 2000s country, 80s country. That's the focus of this show. We like to throw it back and talk to the artists who made country music famous. Season 2 is going to be amazing. Coming up, we have Thompson Square, Stella Parton, Carlene Carter, Brian White, and many, many more guests to come in the next several weeks. You can visit us on the web at www.throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com or you can visit us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Brit Jones Music. That's B-R-I-T Jones Music. You can also email us on our website. Send in your comments, your questions, and sometimes those comments and questions will be read on the air. Now, we had a really cool poll that came out this week for those of you that follow me on Facebook. And we always try to throw it back to something in the 90s. Usually, uh, that's usually what our polls consist of. Well, this week was Who Sang It Better? How Do I Live? How Do I Live was a mega smash hit for two artists, Trish Yearwood and Leon Rhymes. Well, the poll said, who sang it better? Because both of those females came out with their own version of How Do I Live? Well, by a landslide, Miss Trisha Yearwood won. And uh, that's who I voted for as well. I I just thought her version was uh, a lot more, uh, it was just more intimate, more powerful. It, It just, it really embodied uh, Trish Yearwood's vocal power. And of course, Leanne Rhymes has a great vocal, has great vocal power as well. But I do believe Trish Yearwood uh, won out on that one. But yes, yeah, she won by a landslide. And each week, we'll throw up an, a new poll uh, that has to do with something with 90s country. So if you go to facebook.com forward slash Brit Jones Music, that's B-R-I-T Jones Music, you can usually find our polls there. As, and we'll uh Put them out usually on Mondays, sometimes Tuesdays, but the new poll will come out in just a few days. Once again, thank you for downloading this week's episode of Throwback. Uh, If you want to go to the archives, you can go to our website, like I said earlier, throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com. Click on the uh, link that says click here to listen, and that'll take you to the podcast page where you can go through our archives and listen to... uh, the artists that we've interviewed for season one, which were like Billy Dean, John Barry, Shenandoah, Restless Heart, Jamie O'Neill, Lori Morgan, Jeannie Seeley, T. Ground Brown, just so many more <clears throat> and so many more artists that we were able to interview. Now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy country music duo, husband and wife team, Thompson Square. We are here with country music duo Thompson Square. Welcome to the show, Kiefer and Shauna. Hey, how are you? Oh, thank you for being on the show. I, you know, I've been really excited to talk to you guys. All of our guests so far on this show have been some of the bigger stars from the '90s, and so uh, we're so excited to be bringing in uh, some of the current acts that are that are out there right now and. Um, this 
record that y'all came out with uh, back in, I guess, June uh, called Masterpiece. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm not even just saying this. It is so good. Wow. Thank you very much. I'm Man. hoping you weren't going to say it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we had a 50-50 shot there. Oh no, it's great, man. I, I guess I don't know. It's just the the whoever. I mean, were y'all involved in producing that? Because it sounds different than your other stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, masterpiece particularly. We I wrote that. I wrote that by myself, and then me and Shauna produced that song. Um, and the reason why we did that, uh, you know, this this record is so special to us because we literally have done everything ourselves. And we, we wanted to make a record at one point in our life that where we had control of it. We could use the producers we wanted to cut the songs we wanted to cut, write the songs we wanted to write, and just put our stamp on it and just be artists, you know. And wow. So many times, as you know, in the music business, you, uh, the artist never is an artist. I mean, yeah. they, they don't get the chance to be uh, explore their full artistry in all aspects of things, you know. And we just wanted to do this on our own. And, uh, we employed uh, Nathan Chapman for mm-hmm. five tracks, Dan Huff for two tracks, and then uh, we, we produced the rest of it. Uh, Masterpieces and Breakers were two main songs we wanted to produce just because they were so very personal to us. It's the worst and best thing that's happened to us in the, in the last five years, and we just didn't want anybody else touching it. You know, we wanted uh-huh. to, to say exactly how we wanted to do it, and we wanted it to sound different. You know, and it sounds like. Uh, it sounds like that's that's worked so far. It's just been uh, it's been quite different because you know sonically it's uh, it's not anybody else. It's us, and that's, that's what it sounds like. I love that. I love that. It man. It uh, I guess the first time I, I listened to it was November. It was before Thanksgiving, and uh, the songs that that I keep that I you know when you're listening to a record, I'm sure you're like this. Uh, one week you might have a favorite song, and then the next week it might change. Um, but the three that's the, uh-huh. the, the three that I love and I still listen to on repeat is let's do something stupid, uh, stuck in my head yep. and millionaires. Yeah. Awesome. Thank yeah. You very much. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't know. And I get, and on YouTube now, who, what I found was so cool is that it's like every track on y'all's, uh, masterpiece record has like a, a YouTube y'all, y'all put a video out for each, uh, each song. Well, yeah, it's just just the audio. Yeah, um, we uh, uh, the first song we kind of re- basically we released to Spotify and everybody else was uh, uh, um, "A Love Like This." Uh huh. And so, and we decided just to let that one go. We didn't know if we wanted to shoot a video for it or not. And uh, "Masterpiece" uh, is the second song that we're releasing, and it's uh, we just got off the phone with the uh, director, so. We're, we're definitely going to shoot a video for it and, nice. and treat it more as, a, uh, as a, 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 oh. an actual release, you know, with the video and all the sure. all the assets to go that go along with that, you know. But but yeah, we wanted everybody, you know, to have the opportunity to hear it, no matter how you listen to music. And yeah, and uh, I found myself listening to a lot of music on YouTube and every and, and everything, Spotify. Sure. And so it's been kind of uh, an, an interesting thing. It's just it's a, it's a whole different world to the music business, as you know. Isn't that the truth? Um, well, speaking yeah. of, speaking of all that, did, now I was reading that in, or maybe you are still doing it, but the, this is us acoustic tour. Are y'all still involved with that? Yeah, we'll be doing a lot of acoustic days. Oh, sweet. Um, it'll probably be called something different this year, but, uh-huh. um, we started doing that, what, two years ago now? Yeah. 
um, and fell in love with it. Yeah. You know, it was something we had always wanted to do, but because um, we didn't really necessarily have the time to do it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we did that and have been having a blast and just been able been able to really connect with our fans on a personal level. Yeah. Uh, playing smaller venues and and things like that, and uh, we we really have fallen in love with it. We're doing a lot of dates, a lot of acoustic dates this year. Oh, yeah, we tried it out just to make sure that we liked doing that. That's how we started playing acoustic music, you know. And, yeah. And we loved it so much, and the fans loved it so much. It, it became, it started growing, and so. I mean, uh, we, we're like Sean said, we'll probably call it something different this year, but. Yeah, I think that's going to be a permanent fixture in the, the Thompson Square touring situation. Oh, that's awesome, man! Uh, and, and, and speaking of the '90s, so many of those acts, and I'm sure you know, are doing acoustic tours. Like I, I just saw Travis Tritt on his acoustic tour, and uh, Joe Diffie and Mark Chestnut are doing acoustic tours. So I just I love that it's very intimate, and you get to hear the song in a different way. Oh, you went to that. Oh, that's awesome. Was that an awesome show? Oh, it it was the best show I've ever seen in my life. It literally took us about, I don't know, two hours after the show to kind of unwind from it, like just trying to process what we just witnessed. It was, it really was, I don't know, life changing. Yeah. It was magical. I mean, we had, yeah, we had to, we had to decompress. (laughs) <laughs> you're down to New York City so there's not really a whole lot of quiet places right. <laughs> to do that we we uh, found a quiet bar at one point and just sat there had a drink and talked about it you know but it was uh, it was something special and has that uh, you, is your, your mind been churning with new songs or any kind of inspiration from that show well I think more than songs just uh, what, it, what it did for us is, is go hey you know what this is a, this is a one of the biggest acts of all time, mm-hmm. and you can break it down to him with an acoustic guitar. Right, and his fans love it. Yeah, he gets the point across. I know he loves doing it. Oh, that's and great. And I think it just gives the confidence to go. You know what? We can do that too. Yeah. Our fans would love that too, and it's okay to do that. But I think you get when you get started in this business, everything's got to be huge, and everything you think everything's got to be giant, big, huge production, and everything else. Your fans won't love you. And, Mm-hmm. It's just it's quite the contrary, I think. And, yeah. and I think that. I love that. Um, who were some of y'all's influences growing up? Who, who do, do, do you draw on? Well, uh, it, it, for me, it's all over the place. It, it, it ranges from Roger Miller, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and, and Etta James. And, uh, but at the, at the top of, of everything for me was the songwriters. It was Merle Haggard, Springsteen was... Uh, really, my biggest two influences, uh, mm-hmm. songwriting, you know, your your your, your usual catches, but uh, and, you know, Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash. I mean, <laughs> all those writers as art. I just I just looked at them differently than everybody else because they were creating their own stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, that, like, that's what I want to do. I want to create my own stuff. Uh, that's awesome. And for me, it was uh, my dad was always playing George Jones and Merle Haggard and all those legends around the house yeah. you know and then eventually the older i got i started finding my way with you know the 90s acts um like uh reba mcintyre and shania twain and mm. faith hill and oh, yeah. um 
they were super inspiring to me. Yeah. That's that's awesome. I had um, uh, Lori Morgan on this show, and I, I'm telling you, she was one of my favorite guests because I, I mean, I remember her. I was in, I had a crush on her when I was a kid, <laughs> and uh, but she had. <laughs> we all did. Yeah, I know, right? And uh, but it was interesting because she had to take. We uh, we t- started talking about. And I, I mean, I want to get y'all's take on this, um, but we started talking about the way things are recorded now. You know, she's she came in the time when everybody was in the room and, you know, and everybody fed off each other. And she said the other night, uh, she, one of her, her bass players said, I got to go home and, and lay down the track for a, for a, somebody and send it into the producer. And she said, what are you talking about? I mean, she it was it was foreign to her to think that you can just email it now and. Uh, so what's your take on that, uh, both of you? How do you feel about that process, or would you rather be more organic, or or what? Well, I, I think the the, the, pro, the reason why that even happens, there's only one reason why that happens Sure. now, and it's because we as consumers, and I'll throw myself in the mix with, with the musical consumer, uh-huh. we as consumers don't consume the music anymore, right. uh, financially. So if, if, if you take decades of, of record sales trickling off, you don't have the luxury of going in with 10, 12 guys and a producer and engineer and catering mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Studio and a record for a month. Yeah. You know, you do it. You can't afford it. Right. I mean, what, what, what sense does it make to, to go? Because those records cost six figures, you know, half sure. a million bucks more. Um, you know, at least, uh, you know, in, into the hundred, I would say, safely into the one, two to five, six hundred thousand dollar range, you know, for some of those records in the nineties. Uh-huh. And because every you know, I was big label money and everybody had their hand in the kitty jar and all that, you know. Yeah. It was a different but when artists were, were selling you know triple, five, six times platinum and yeah, everyone 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 had money, you know. And, yeah. and uh, now you don't have that luxury because right. you can't make it for you know, a half a million dollars and sell ten thousand units. Uh-huh. Just, it, it, work. it doesn't add up. Well, yeah, you go out of business, you know. Yeah. So, um, now I will say with this record, uh, we're hoping people buy it because we put a lot of freaking money into it. Yeah. We did a deal, right? But uh, and that is the way that we prefer. Because yeah. I, I totally uh, agree with what she's saying it's about experience you getting there and vibing off the other musicians uh-huh. and coming up with ideas. And I don't think there's anything that'll ever compare with that when it comes to you know working with a machine you, know? you sit down with the track guy and you figure your record out you know it's just it's exciting it's different i enjoy track guys i i love writing with track guys because it takes me to a special place that i wouldn't go to with a guitar or piano uh-huh. uh, a lot of really cool songs that i never would have written if it wasn't for tracks yeah uh, i kind of a, a, a place in music but I don't think they should ever replace music, you know. And, right. and the thing is that just now is track sounds and samples have gotten so good that people can't tell the difference. That's right. You know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's a good and a bad thing. It's right. good for the independent artists who can't afford to, to have, uh, um, you know, uh, near Z on a record, you know. But you can, you, can, you can buy the Native Instrument plugin that has near Z on it, uh-huh. and you're getting his playing, his sounds, his tones, and everything for for nothing, for near nothing, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it, it's good and bad, man. It's just like everything else; things must change, things must evolve. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, it's just kind of where we're at right now. Yeah, I, that's a good take on it, man. I'm glad you shared all that. That's that's I, I haven't really thought of it that way, and that, I love that you said that. Um, well, let me ask y'all this: while, while well, you know, it, you can, it, it doesn't have to be negative. You know, it, it could be positive. Oh yeah, and, no doubt. The thing with you know, I write, I write with track guys. I write with track guys now, and it's like we come up with stuff that six guys in a room would never come up with. You know, because we can, we can it's just, it's just a different, yeah, it's, it's apples and apples. It's just, it's just a different, it's just, you're just in a, a different spectrum, but you're still creating, you know. That's, yeah. that's the cool part about it that can't ever be replaced is the creation standpoint. I think personally, though, when you're making a record, like the most fun. No, it's fun to go on there. No, it's, it's, a, you know, it's a blast to go in there with a bunch of dudes, you know. Sure. And I, you know, I think that, you know, some of that stuff, too, is that, that I, I I didn't enjoy playing with a bunch of guys in the studio. Sometimes when you have some guys who've been around for a long time and they're they're watching that union clock and you're not going to get, I mean, they're going to play the very basic, the minimum stuff. And you get some of that stuff, too. I mean, I've seen, you know, as a new writer going in and cutting some demos, I didn't feel like anybody cared about my song. Hmm. You know, they were there for a job and they had the number system written out and they, they ran the very basic of everything. And as a writer and a creator, you want them to care about that song as much as you do. And that's what, you know, back in the day, I think that there was a little bit more of that. They said there was get there get paid to care more, you sure. know? Um, and that, that's part of that. That's part of the process. Too. That's part of the, probably the evolution of it too. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, while we're talking about some of that, what, what do you think, both of you, um, what was so special about the 90s in your, in your book? What, what do you think was so special about that decade? The songs, the songs, the songs. Yeah, yeah. Content. Uh, yeah. We had content. Um, there was some meaning behind it. Um, you had different sounding artists on the radio. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always some people trying to chase the person who's winning. Yeah, that's always happened right. um, throughout the, the, the you know the throughout the last hundred years. You yeah. know, but I, I think for us, obviously, that's what you know. Your childhood is always the best time of your life. You always reflect on, and I think that's maybe part of that is is that's what we remember growing up on your uh, George Strait and Chestnut and all that stuff. But uh-huh. it, it that was our that was our that was our new country. Sure. And my dad didn't like any. That was our Willie Nelson and our Waylon Jennings. He likes Willie and Waylon, which, <laughs> oh, which yeah. I, I'm thankful for that because I was able to, Sean and I both were able to enjoy Willie and Waylon Haggard and be exposed to that. And it's like Dave Grohl said, if it's good music, people will seek it out, you know, and it doesn't matter what it is. And, and that's true. just, it's just great music. So I'm glad it's exposed to it. I think a lot of people now aren't even exposed to it. So they don't know whether they like it or not. Yeah. But um, the 90s, man, just songs the songs were a it was the soundtrack of our life there was the soundtrack of our teens and and um i don't know i just it just i i i miss a lot of i well i miss all of it yeah you know? i do miss it there was some stuff i didn't like at all you know there was sure. really cheesy stuff but there's that you had that many decades you know or any era right um but yeah i think i think for us it you know at the age that we are in that realm of uh, 30s 40s mm-hmm. those people they just that's what they that's what they came up on you know <clears throat> yeah of course that's the best music yeah. our, our kids music we're gonna hate it probably yeah, <laughs> yeah he's gonna think that our stuff is crap so mm-hmm. I, it's all relative <laughs> you know, it's all relative that's hilarious um I, 
one thing I'm not just saying this, y'all's when y'all first bust on busted on the scene, y'all to me, and even right now with this masterpiece album, y'all stand out like your your vocals, uh, whether it's Shauna singing or whether it's a Kiefer song, uh, even the harmonies, y'all to me, y'all stand out. I can pick. Oh, that's Thompson Square out right there. I don't have to try to guess. Does that make well, sense? Well, well that makes you very proud for you to say that. I bro. appreciate you saying that. And that was one of the things I was going to say about the 90s was you had your individuality, I feel like. I feel like mm-hmm. um, these days, a lot of the music you hear on country radio sounds like alike, you know? Right. And I know in the 90s you had cat acts and they all kind of looked alike. Yeah. And some of them sounded alike, but I feel like you had your big artists that popped, like Shania, and she uh-huh. changed everything for women. Oh, you yeah. didn't hear anybody else like that. You didn't hear anybody else like Reed, but Garth Brooks, I mean, right. yes, he was a hat act, but he was a total different animal, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah I think artists were artists were celebrated then, you know? They, mm-hmm. they wanted individuality, you know? And, yeah. There's a lot of copycats too, but you, I mean, those, those aren't the ones we're still talking about, you know? Exactly. But uh, I mean, I... I that's one thing we always tried to pride ourselves on is, is not chasing anything. When uh, we had a label that told us you need to do this, you need to do that, and we just that, that we can't do that. You know, it's winning right now, but we can't do. And that. that's not what we do. Right. Can you imagine me and Shauna singing the Bro Country song? It just ain't gonna work. You know, <laughs> I mean, it might get played, but it's not going to do anything for our career later on. Everyone's right. going to see right through it. <laughs> that's funny. Um, well, let me ask y'all this. I'm, maybe y'all have different answers. I don't know, but what's one of your, so far, your career highlight? What's something that just stands out to you that still gives you goosebumps? Uh, I think playing the, the, the Ryman for the first, the very first time. The oh. Ryman. And our, all of our parents being there. Yeah, oh, that was, wow. That was, as far as our parents are concerned, we could have just died right there because it wasn't going to get any bigger or better than that. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, that from a personal standpoint, that's 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 probably that's probably way up there. Maybe I had that actually at the top. Oh, and just recently, we um we were honored to sing at the White House for the National Tree Lighting Ceremony, and that was that's definitely one that, that is that's cool. up there. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Then uh, I was going a lot of a lot of cool stuff, man. Yeah, that's I know y'all y'all definitely are blessed, man. And I I just I, I can't wait because I I want to. See this record just really uh, take off big time. I, I just think it deserves it, man. The, well, the, the songs are good. Thank you. Thank you. They really thank are. Thank you very much, man. I, I hope you're right. And tell all your friends. Oh, no <laughs> doubt about it, man. And uh, I'll be word uh, of mouth, baby. We're on right now. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm well. Proud of. With with the masterpiece, I know you're probably not going to do it right yet, but have y'all thought about doing an acoustic EP or version of some of those songs? Yeah, that, that, that's, that's in the works for this year. You know, oh, uh, sweet. Uh, doing acoustic workup of everything, even and probably even the hits. Oh, yeah. um, doing a, a blend of hits in the new record uh, acoustically, and um, you know, we released a, a children's book last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, time to get dressed and done very well and, and since then two of the books have been written so we'll release hopefully both of them this in 2019 and we're, uh, okay and we're just, i mean we're just having fun i mean we're just uh we're in a creative space right now to where we don't have anybody telling us what to do or or anything and and uh you know we're getting back to 
how why our label liked us in the first place. Yeah, we already knew who we were and what we wanted to do. You know, and, um, there's a lot of surprises going to come this year, and uh, it's getting ready to start getting really. We took the whole month of January off uh, because this it's, it's going to be crazy. Uh, February it kicks in, and there's just a lot of cool stuff, you know, and and uh, we've been very fortunate to. For our fans to still come to shows and yeah. shows and and uh, they're there for us, man. I mean, I, I don't I don't care if I have ten fans, you know. I just they're they're loyal and then they come every time and they're buying the music, they're buying the t-shirts, and they're keeping our business going. And, That's and, awesome. Uh, Spotify's been a giant supporter of ours, with John and. You know, play listening our songs when that that's that that's our outlet right now. Exactly. Yeah. With the new songs, you know, and we've got such a good friend in John and 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 those guys, and um, you know, he's playlisting the the crap out of our songs, and and we're gonna go through the whole album with him, you know, and so you you actually, you know, everyone's like you don't make friends in music, but well, sometimes you do, and and I don't think we made it. Uh, enemies at all. I just think that you know it's a business. Yeah. You know, when you're not doing a certain thing, and then a certain other group is not going to be able to help you out. But there's the the, the, the free enterprise system a little bit is packed with the, with the whole music business with with the streaming services and stuff. You know, and mm-hmm. and we figured out that you know you can make money streaming. You know, but you have you have you have to um, you have to own the content. You know, and yeah. Oh wait a minute, we actually can make money. We've been making money in this. We just didn't see any of it. You know? Exactly. So it's uh, it's been a we're learning still, you know. We're learning still and trying to adapt to everything that's new, and and uh, we're welcoming every inch of it because it's an exciting time for music. And uh, man, we just we get to play music for a living, man. I I, I I still won't get over. I still I'll never get used to that because yeah. of where we came from and everyone knows we can't and we won't. That's not going to happen. And um, I mean, we're doing what we love to do for a living and doing it with the person we love more than anybody else in the world. So I. I don't understand. I don't see how can get any better than that. You yeah, know, what I mean, that's awesome. You just got to count your blessings. We, we we all have them. And just wait till your little boy understands what mommy and daddy do. That's going to be cool. <laughs> oh, he does, man. He's on stage all the time. He's singing our songs all uh, the time. He's- He's a mess. That's awesome. He's man. a mess. He's, 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 he loves it. Well, we're excited, man, about the the, the record. It's it's awesome, uh, and I'm going to encourage everybody to go out and buy it, and I'll be uh, telling everyone the website and, and all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, well, that was actually the, the last question that I had anyway. So we appreciate you all coming on. Okay. Well, I, I, man, I, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for the comments. Uh, about the record how much you like it that does mean a lot to us yeah and uh, and we appreciate you spreading the word man it means a lot well thank y'all y'all have a good one bye Shauna she went to check on Cooper he was crying from his nap oh well, there you go <laughs> I'll tell you goodbye alright Cooper you have a good <laughs> one man thank you so much Brett oh you're so welcome right. thank y'all see you guys later alright bye 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 Well, thank you so much for listening to today's uh, show with Thompson Square. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, that husband and wife team, they are such sweet people. And you should definitely go check out their latest record. It is so good. And it's just it has this really unique sound 
uh, and it, it's refreshing when you hear it. But once again, please follow me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Brit Jones Music. That's one T. Uh, you can also go to our website, of course, at throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com. And you can listen to our past shows, like I said earlier. I, I try to keep Facebook constantly updated with different stories and news, events, and all that good stuff. And be sure, you, it, once you do that, you'll be able to start voting on our polls, our weekly polls. Well, thank you so much once again. I really appreciate appreciate you guys listening to this show, telling your friends about it, uh, subscribing to the show. And a lot of you have already subscribed, which is really cool. But it's absolutely free if you just hit the subscribe button. So, have a great week. And I'll be right back here next Monday with my friend, Mr. T.G. Shepard. God bless you.